Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is episode four of season three, and each episode we have a guest on to play through a room, an escape room that Danny has created just out of nothing, full of puzzles that don't really exist, but they sort of exist because Danny's written them down. And this episode, our guest is Alexander Gearholtz from Logic Locks. Hi, Alexander. Hello, uh, Bill. Nice to join the two of you. Now, we actually met you because you hosted us for Up The Game. You had us, you invited us over to do a, a live show, which was wonderful. Thank you for that. Yeah, thanks for coming. I really enjoyed it also. Like, it really reminded me of, uh, of going back to some of my uh, childhood hobbies of uh, imaginary role-playing and uh, fantasy adventures. Ah, thank you. That's exactly what we're going for. So that's really nice. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but other than being a wonderful convention organizer, uh, you're also from, from Logic Lock. So you've got a few physical escape rooms, which for listeners in the Netherlands, please go. Uh, but you've also got some other sort of portable games that you sell internationally as well? Yeah, we have like uh, two games in Amsterdam and we uh, have uh, a portable game that comes out of a chest, sort of like a time crimes scenario. Uh, cool. And this is like a game, a game for like a yeah, group somewhere like fifteen to twenty people. That's quite big for a portable game. Usually they're sort of built around small groups. Yeah, no, like we we wanted to make something for yeah for 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 bigger groups because that's usually like usually hard to find. And we found a lot of games for bigger mm-hmm. groups were unsatisfying to us. So we made yeah, fair enough. I've uh, definitely heard people asking for rooms or activities like escape rooms that can be done for you know, like a full bachelor party or something. Mm. And there's never been something quite big enough for that many people. Exactly. And it, it needs a completely different kind of game, actually. You know, like you can't just yeah, take a normal escape room and like, so it's a different challenge also. Uh, wonderful. Well, if people want to look at those things, it's uh, logiclocks.com. So mm-hmm. there'll be a link in the description of the show. So you can click through if you're listening on anything with the description, which should be everything. So obviously you've got a lot of escape room experience you know your way around an escape room you said you've also used to do some role-playing things when you were younger yeah even though like we we played a lot of role-playing game i don't think we were very good at it though (laughs) 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 um wonderful well with that danny would you like to get us started all right are you two ready for some youthful drama Ooh, youthful Mm, because it is the first day of your four-week stay at Camp Cedar, the greatest summer camp in the country. Ah, oh, nice. Way better than that stupid camp across the river, Camp Cyprus. The two groups have a bit of a rivalry going, and of course, you want to be above all that, but wow, those Camp Cyprus people really are kind of jerks. <laughs> when you arrived, a busload of them threw rubbish out their windows at you and the other Cedar kids. Ooh, all right. The ringleader seems to be a person called Samantha Cola. Sorry, Samantha Cola, you're a great Patreon donor. (laughs) 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 Well, apparently, for reasons unknown, Samantha has identified you two as the ringleaders of Camp Cedar, which means that you have targets on your back. (gasps) After all the camp welcomes and meeting the counsellors, you decide to get some rest in your cabin before your other cabin mates arrive and things get noisy and chaotic. All the other cabins are quite separate from each other, so as you follow your map to yours, you find yourselves completely alone. Not another cedar kid in sight. The silence is kind of relaxing. So you make it to your cabin and take in the surroundings. There's the cabin itself, of course, with a mat and a mailbox sitting outside the door. To the left of the mat is a pair of boots. Hmm. Maybe one of your cabin mates has already come by? 
Further to the left still are three rolled up sleeping bags. Let me just uh, draw little swirls in those so they look like they're sleeping bags. Yep, that's what I did. Done. (laughs) Off to the right, not far from the cabin, is a thick tree with a tire swing hanging off one of its branches. And right in the centre of the clearing is a crackling fire surrounded by five large rocks. Then, cutting through the peaceful silence like a knife, you hear a muffled laugh, followed by the sound of someone sprinting away into the woods. You recognise that laugh. It's the laugh of Samantha Cola. Uh. There's only one reason. You suck, Samantha. (laughs) There's only one reason that Camp Cypress would be lurking around your cabin. They've concocted a prank. And you two are the victims. They've probably set up cameras somewhere. You approach your cabin and sure enough, the door's locked, even though the counsellors assured you it wouldn't be. Well, you have no intention of being the butt of anyone's joke. Whatever Samantha has set up for you to fall into, you're going to find it and put a stop to it. Nice. All right. Okay. So Samantha, when you said, I think you said she was the leader of camp. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like a kid. Oh, yeah. She's not she's the, the counsellor. Ring- no, no, she's the ringleader. <laughs> she, yeah, she's not running the camp and then pranking <laughs> the other students. Secretly running um, the camp. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. She's the boss's daughter, so she gets away with it. Oh, Samantha. No one mm. likes you, Samantha Cola. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you want to get inside? What, what do you want to look at? Should we, should we do the, the, the first most classic thing and look under the mat? That's a good, I wasn't thinking about that. That's a good idea. Let's look under the mat. You approach the mat and on the top of it, you see the words, Hallie's Homewares welcomes you, printed across it. How do you spell Hallie's? H-A-L-L-E-Y. Cool. It's made of that scratchy brown material with big wiry tassels in all the corners. And you pick up one of those tassels and look underneath it. There's nothing but dirt under there. Dang. Okay, okay. So Hallie's Homewares welcomes you. But there's nothing under the mat. Correct. What next? <laughs> um, well, next to it are the boots, huh? Yeah, let's look at the boots. Peek in the boots. These boots look like they'd fit a person approximately your size, except <laughs> right now nobody would want to wear them. On top of being quite muddy, one of the boots is filled to the brim with water. Ugh. It's a terrible prank. It's rude and it ruins things. Now, when you say these, these shoes, these boots could fit a person... Our size. I'm assuming you mean could fit their feet. Well, they're not I, big enough to fit a person inside. Correct. <laughs> okay. I it's would have a, made a bigger deal of that. <laughs> just, a, just an interesting quirk of language. Um, okay. Yeah. So should we just pour the water out of the boots and? Ah, uh, what if we need the water for something? What if we have to like mm. pour? Let's leave it just in case because we might need it later. Like maybe we we'll need to put the fire out or throw it at Samantha or something like that. Hmm. But what is if there's something swimming in the boot? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Is that if we look in? Is there something in the boot in the water boot? <laughs> no, it looks like there's just water. Okay, just water. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, then I'm fine with like leaving it in there for now. Yeah, we can drink it if we need water. Yeah, you you go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to check out those sleeping bags? I think we should. Three sleeping bags are rolled up neatly, one for each person sleeping in the cabin, except for you two. You don't really like sleeping outside, so you didn't bring them. And that's why you need to stop this prank, because you can't just avoid it by never going into your cabin. Mm, I will never be able to sleep. Mm. Uh, Is there anything... So they're rolled up. Mm -hmm. Can we, like, dig our hands in, see if there's anything inside? Oh, you could... Can we unroll them? Yeah, you can fully unroll them if you like. Shall we do that? For sure. 
the first one you unroll does have something inside. <gasps> it's a cylindrical metal stick with a slight indent at one end. Sort of like a tent pole. Tent pole. Oh yeah, okay. Mm. Like a like a how long? How long? Uh about length of a forearm. Okay, so like what's that? Like two not feet? Quite a foot. What? <laughs> like a foot? Maybe not maybe like a, around like a, a foot. Like a foot. How big is my forearm? I have no like, clue how like, long a foot is. Like 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 forty <laughs> like Isn't 30... a forearm meant to be literally the size of your foot? It's like forty <laughs> centimeters. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I think... well, I've got to hold on. Hold on a second <laughs> oh, here. God. Hold on. Well, 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 being being more used to like the to the European metric system, I can tell you that a forearm tells me way more than one or two foot. Yeah, we're metric as well, but uh, it's hmm. twenty. My forearm, my forearm from from tip of the elbow to tip of the wrist is twenty nine centimeters. So less than a foot. You lying liar. Less than a foot. Twenty about a foot. <laughs> twenty nine centimeters. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't use feet for measurements usually anyway. All right. So now that that's clear. Uh, yeah, sorry a, about that. You found a stick in a sleeping bag. Which is about well 29 done. centimeters long. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. And that was it? None of the, the other two didn't have anything in them? Well, you unroll a second one and you actually find another almost identical stick. Hmm. The indent on the end of this one is a little bit larger though. And you find that the two actually slot together to make one long pole. Oh, nice. Ah, two foot long pole. A, mm. <laughs> uh, a 58 centimeter pole. <laughs> what about the third uh, sleeping bag? Well, the third one, has it doesn't have a stick. It hmm. has something that looks almost like a flat-ended shovel head. A flat-ended, oh, a shovel. flat-ended shovel head? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even understand what that, like a square of metal? Kind of, <laughs> except also with a little indent okay, showing so... that it could perhaps attach to a pole to make a proper shovely thing can we attach it to our pole okay. to make a proper shovely thing yes you can okay so we have a 56 centimeter pole with a shovel on the end uh, like a proper shovel nice like a like a roughly what like 72 centimeter like a maybe a i don't know the exact length of the actual shovel part at the end but it's this quite so it's quite relevant. large i only call it a 72 centimeter shovel gotcha so it's not a shovel made for kids <laughs> it's certainly a shovel made yeah. for adults yeah i would say so yeah, it seems pretty he- pretty hardcore <laughs> good i'm glad we have that sorted <laughs> and measured very good um, okay okay was... <laughs> so then we have uh, a mailbox on the other side of the door mm. no Oh, yes, a mailbox. Yes, this mailbox is locked, and your hand can't quite fit through the gap to get inside. I shovel it. <laughs> I hit it with the shovel. That makes a very loud clang. Bang. You're pretty sure the camp councillors are the only ones who have the keys, so you may hmm. not actually be able to unlock this one. Oh, no. Hmm. Hmm. Not everything unlocks. Does the slot that would let mail in fit a shovel head? <laughs> no, the shovel head is bigger <laughs> than that. Brought- Brute force, the mailbox open. Can we peek inside? (laughs) (laughs) You can, but it's very dark in there. You can't quite see. You do Hmm. think there's something inside, though. Okay. 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 Maybe we can get a torch or something. Yeah. Yeah. Flashlight. I don't know what people say in the Netherlands. Put the mailbox on fire. That's. uh... (laughs) 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 You don't want to. Like we've become the pranks there, sir. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So then, uh, then we have a tree next to it with a nice swing. How do you feel, Bill? Do you want to go on a swing? I can give you a push. Uh, sure. Now, I'm from Australia, so my first instinct 
with a tire swing is to just take that shovel and whack it a few times so that all the spiders inside crawl out. <laughs> just going to hit it and that hit it a, until yeah. I'm sure that there's no animals in there. Good one. And then once I'm sure, sure, I'll have a swing. You can have a swing. It's tied securely to one of the highest, thickest branches. Doesn't look like too many people have used it, but as far as you can tell, it's working like a good tire swing should. Push me, Alex. I will give Bill a big push. Yeah. Well, as youthful, small teenagers at summer camp, you don't really have the strength to get a great push on this tire swing. Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, it's no, you know what? It's not great by our grown-up standards. For a kid, it's wonderful. But yeah, Bill, you find it just great. soaring through the sky. You don't get very high up a tree, (laughs) but yeah, you have a jolly old time. (laughs) Okay, okay, good. The tree itself, if you want to look closely at it. Yeah, please. It's huge, thick with sturdy high branches. And you've got the tire swing coming off one of them. And if you look really high, you can see a squirrel hole up in the tallest part of the trunk. Oh, squirrel oh, hole. Cute. Hmm. You, could we climb um, that tree? Here we are, youths. It's, look, all of the branches are a bit too high to start climbing anywhere. And the trunk is really thick. It's not a good climbing tree. Hmm. And we're too and, weak to climb the rope. Oh, climbing the rope would be insane. Really? Okay. Ah, okay. Hmm. So. No escape room expects someone to be a seasoned <laughs> rope climber. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. So then we have a... There's definitely something hidden in there. Yeah, yeah the, the squirrel hole looks curious, I would say. <laughs> Don't hit it with a shovel. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, won't, I, won't get, I won't let Bill get any bit near to the squirrel. I promise. Start whacking the tree. <laughs> get out of here, squirrel. Come uh, out and fight me. Uh, well, there's a campfire as well, I think. So we have a yeah. Let's check out the campfire. It's crackling away, and it doesn't look anywhere near burning itself out. If you had to guess, you'd say it was lit very recently. Hmm. Looking closely, you see a varied collection of sticks, branches, and stones making up the fire pit. And there are a couple of sticks, quite large ones, sort of poking into the ground in front of the fire. Oh, like with marshmallows someone... on them. Oh, nice. I eat one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hope I haven't broken the room. I mean, you haven't broken the room, but I don't know. Oh wait, no, you're right. I shouldn't eat them. They could be trapped. I don't eat it. Yeah. It might be a. I'm still have to, like I still a, in mind that we might gotten pranked. So I'm not gonna drink the water or eat any food that is lying around. Yeah, you have just literally fallen for the oldest, most dangerous prank in the book: candy that has been left out for you. The old cola candy trick. <laughs> Okay, I well, don't well eat Well done, one. Samantha, no. you've won. No, I don't do it. I don't eat the obviously poisoned food. I give it to Alex. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm studying the marshmallow. Curiously, is it like, does it look uh, somehow suspicious? Possibly. Does so... it have a three-digit code? <laughs> well, the long sticks themselves are standing with the bottoms poked into the ground so that they can roast over the fire without anyone needing to hold them. And the marshmallows are skewered into the finger-like branches at the top. And they're not spread out evenly. Oh, how are they spread out? Well, there are two sticks poking into the ground. And on one of them, there are three fingers. Mm -hmm. The first finger has a single marshmallow on it. The next one has three. And the third has six. On the other stick, there are only two marshmallows on the one finger. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. One, three, six, seven, uh, two. Would you like some fun marshmallow facts? You got some? 
Yeah, marshmallows are called marshmallows because they're named after a plant, a marsh plant called a marshmallow, which Mm. we used to, years ago, back in the 1700s, they used to boil down the the roots and the body, I think, of this plant to make a really kind of, you know, probably tasted good in the 1700s candy that was Mm. marshmallows. Wow. Uh, And then in like the 1800s, they went, can we stop chewing on marsh root and just like make this out of gelatin instead? And so they started making them out of gelatin instead. And now we have marshmallows that are nothing like the plant marshmallow, but they used to be. Huh. Okay. Interesting. So those, they- those are my marshmallow facts. Yeah. I'm not surprised that Samantha's picking on you. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean, like, so that's one, three, six, and then two. Yeah. Does that mean anything to you? I mean, other than the fact that it could be a four digit combination of one, three, six, two. I have no clue what that could mean. No, no. All right, well, let's keep looking around. Uh, not that there's much more to look at. Um, the stones. Yeah, five stones, you said? Yeah, there are five stones around the campfire. Yes, quite large rocks, large and flat for sitting on, it seems. Okay, fair enough. Can, any, anything else? They're just sitting stones? Nothing seems particularly interesting about the rocks themselves. Hmm. Hmm. Can we look underneath them? Can we dig them up? Are they too heavy? They're pretty big. They're just not going to move. There's nowhere to put your hands, really. Can we shovel them up? (laughs) I mean, a shovel is kind of just like a lever, isn't it? It's like a crowbar. Hmm. Works. You could give it a try, and it might help your puny teenage bodies. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Let's work out. Maybe afterwards we can climb the tree. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we got to grind for a bit. This flat-ended shovel can act as a perfect lever, and with a bit of force, you can flip the rocks. And there's something underneath one of them. Ooh, nice. Squashed in the mud, you find a torch. Uh, like a flash, like a handheld flashlighty like a flashlighty torch. torch. Flashlighty torch. For our American audience. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. Uh, well, certainly now I think of a peek in the mailbox with the torch, huh? Mm. Yeah, of course. Let's do it. You hold the torch, which, lucky for you, does function. You don't need to go on a battery hunt. (laughs) Good, good. You hold it against the mailbox opening, and as soon as the light hits the inside, something comes shooting out. Ah, Ah, You jump back. With the shovel first. (laughs) (laughs) And you see a squirrel sprinting through the campsite. You must have woken it up. And, yeah, even hitting the mailbox with the shovel before didn't have that effect. (laughs) It's really freaked out by the light, though. It's running around in erratic circles near the fire. I catch it. I jump it. I grab it. You, for, No matter how much you try, this thing is not letting you catch <laughs> I throw it. A boot. It's very distressed. Um, is it not, it's not running to its squirrel hole? It's not. That's funny. Yeah, it's having a bit of a nervous breakdown. It's forgotten it's there. Aww, hmm. I give it a marshmallow <laughs> to calm it down. It does not accept. <laughs> Squirrels aren't known for their marshmallows. Um, what do we do? Well, this There's is just a squirrel running around. The squirrel is still running around. I don't know. Like uh, It's not stopping. Uh, Every now and again, it dashes out of sight, but it's probably not going to go too far because it does know that this area is roughly its home. Oh, huh. We need what? squirrel food. Yeah, like nuts or something. I don't know, but they, I mean, they probably eat marshmallows. But I'm, I'm yeah, like, I'm like I, I just let the squirrel like calm down a bit and have another peek in the mailbox. <laughs> good oh, yeah, idea. That, that is a good point. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's not forget our main mission here. <laughs> so once again, you hold up that torch and you peer through the gap in the mailbox. This time, nothing jumps out at you. But what you see is a single piece of junk mail. 
Oh. Hmm. You can't quite line up your torch to read the whole thing, but the title on it reads Hallie's Tassily Heideke. Oh. Hallie's ta- Does that mean tassel-y? Like, like, like a tassel. Mm. What is a tassel? So a tassel is like, like a, a bit of fabric. You know, like on, on some like uh, bits of cloth, they'll have like a little knot and then a little bit of rope at the end that's kind of light fabric-y rope, like tassels. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Hmm. But you were saying the, the Hallie's mat that we looked under before had little fabricy tassels on it as well, didn't it? It did. Hmm. Can we feel those tassels to see if one of them is hiding a key inside of it? As it is, you can't feel anything like that. And fair enough, if it's a hideaway system, there's probably something more. I hit them with the shovel. <laughs> it sounds like a mat being hit with a shovel. Hmm. Hmm. If the, if the key is out of metal, you could burn the whole thing and the key would stay over. Probably. I mean, it's that's pretty... true, but I don't really want to set the mat on fire. That's a bit rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if not necessary, you can probably find a more uh, polite way. Hmm. According to Google, the Dutch word for tassel is quast. 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 <laughs> well, maybe, like, so, so I'm German, like so my, my Dutch is okay, but it seems like such an oh, obscure okay. thing. Okay, let's go German. Here we go. Ah. German, it is... Quaster. 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 Wow, even now I feel inclined to, to go on Google Image and see what it, what it tells me. <laughs> Quaster. Yeah. <laughs> Quaster. Yeah, I just, I just uh, checked it in Wikipedia. And uh, I have a nice Wikipedia article about Quasten and Seaquasten. <laughs> and it is indeed a thing, yeah. So, okay. Obviously, obviously, Germans don't talk about their tassels as much as no, yeah. the English do. No, maybe if it's I, not, like... a, not as integral a part of their culture. <laughs> yeah, it seems like I know my my grandma used to care a lot about curtains, so she would probably like. Uh, ah, but, there you uh, go. For, see? I'm not around. She'll be listening. Yeah. Well. It's like, oh, what do you you know anything, what boy? What are you doing? <laughs> a cluster. <laughs> um. Okay. Sorry, what were we doing? <laughs> I was just googling <laughs> tassels for no. Re- okay, sorry. So we know that we there's 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 junk mail for Halley's tassel hider key. Mm. Yeah. And we have a Halley's brand mat that mm. says Halley's Homewares welcomes you, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it has tassels. But if we feel them, we can't find a key. That's mm. right. Mm. That's weird. Mm. That is uh, weird. Yeah. So we have. These tassels, yeah, can we, can we, like, I mean, there are a lot, I guess. Can we just pull a few of them and see they don't react? Anything happens if we pull the tassels? No. No. Oh, is there, how many tassels are there? Just one on, you know, one. Oh, just one on each corner? Each corner yeah. okay. Oh, one on each corner, so four. There's four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these four tassels are exactly the same. Yes, they look exactly the same. Hmm. Mm. What could we do with a tassel? Mm. Like. I. Oh, I I don't I don't know. Yeah, we could just I mean like we can untie it, I guess, no? They're definitely attached to the mat. Hmm. Yeah, it's like the fabric of the yeah, mat. It's like the end so of the continues fabric. on and has been yeah. tied into a tassel. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh So we have a boot with uh, water. I don't know. Yeah, I drink it. I drink the boot water. <laughs> you you can't drink too much of it before it just disgusts you. And you start to wonder all of the things that Samantha could have done to this water before putting it in a boot. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> um, hmm. uh, can we fill the mailbox with boot water? 
and then get the and then and then the then the junk mail will float to the surface. We can take it out. It probably won't. <laughs> I don't think uh, mailboxes are watertight. To yeah. be honest. <laughs> well, we we still have uh, like we we have these like marshmallow these like sticks with like like sort of like yeah. numbers of numbered marshmallows or like a different amount yeah. of marshmallows on it. Yeah, so it's like four different branches and there are four different tussles. I don't know if that has any significance. But only but... two sticks. Yeah. So like one stick. Yeah, actually, oh. Yeah, can we can we pull one tassel <laughs> once and then the next one three times, then the next one six times, then the last one twice? You're welcome to, but it's still just a mat. <laughs> it's not, yeah. I throw yeah. the mat. Okay. At the squirrel. You miss. Oh. Hmm. Think. Um, like I know that you've drawn your lovely rectangles and things, but this is still like try to picture it. We are outside, aren't we? Hmm. So what's around us? Like Look, forest, yeah. Grass? All of the cabins are quite separate from each other, so more or less, it is just your clearing here, your cabin, a path leading up to it, and. Can we walk around the cabin? You can walk around the cabin. Oh, what is around the cabin? (laughs) One of the walls, the first wall that you come across as you circle downwards, so the bottom wall. The bottom wall. Yeah. Has some unusual things attached to it. Oh, sneaky. It looks like a makeshift rock climbing wall. Oh. Oh, neat. So yeah, it's got brightly colored rocks all fastened to it to be used as handholds. Can we climb? Well, yeah, the bottom of the wall is actually pretty easy. There are plenty of handholds, convenient locations. But once you get about a third of the way up and near the halfway point, you start to struggle. Suddenly you're having to stretch a bit further than your limbs want to stretch. And there are some holes, but there are some holes letting you know that more handholds could be there. But to increase the difficulty, it seems, they've been left off. Hmm. And by the time you try to pass halfway, you have to concede. The gaps are just too big and you have nothing to grab onto to keep going higher. Oh. Okay. Maybe. So we need something to stick into the, to yeah. the wall so we yeah, can we keep climbing. we need to climbing. find some more grips, uh, I guess. Are we, are we now on the, the left or on the right side of the cabin? Uh, this, I put this on like the, the left side of the cabin, so it's okay. like the bottom of my cabin mm-hmm. rectangle. Okay. Uh, Is there anything on the other walls? No, they're just normal walls. Walls. Yeah, there might be like a shower head or something or a tap. Okay, but they're just. Oh, so we could refill the boot. Yeah, (laughs) that seems nice. Drink that water. (laughs) (laughs) So we can walk all the way around the cabin, and there's but there's nothing uh, of interest. Nothing but this rock climbing wall. No, just that wall. Okay. Hmm. So do the do the just if we unconnect the shovel. Mm-hmm. Do those sticks, can we use those as handholds? Uh, those are a bit big to fit into oh, the things. 29 centimeter sticks. Yeah, these are like, you know, screw sizes would okay, slot in. Okay. Yeah. So we'd probably need to find actual handholds. I bet you the squirrel has them. <laughs> I bet you they're in the squirrel hole. <laughs> they're probably a bit big for the squirrel hole, actually. So you don't think that's likely. Oh, okay. That's weird. Hmm. Okay. Well, well, well. Can we mess with the climbing grips? If they're removable... They look like they'd need like a screwdriver, a screwdriver to okay. undo them. Or a drill or something. Mm. There might be a couple that are slightly loose that you could pull on if you wanted to, but that would only make the wall harder. But we could then like put them higher up. That would make the wall harder. Okay, we can't do it. All right. <laughs> you have to take them away after you surpass them in climbing. 
Yeah. yeah. Enough, Hang on with just your feet while you pull them out with your hands. <laughs> I've seen versus Arashi. I know how to do this. Um, okay. Huh. I kicked the mailbox again. Does that help? I'm so stuck. So that's all the places we, we, that make sense for us to go? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted you to do a circle around the cabin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't see anything else. Um, there are no windows. Yeah. To look into can the we cabin? knock on the door of the cabin? <laughs> Is there anybody inside who can just let us in? I assume there are windows because that would be cruel if there weren't, but let's say that they're curtained so huh. you can't see into them. And when you knock on the door, nothing happens. Um, you found so many pranks already the locked door, water in the boot, missing handholds. Yeah. Bloody Samantha. Really you know. <laughs> Samantha, Samantha, it's a, she's a bad person. I don't even want her support. <laughs> no, she's great. I love it. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I empty the water from the boot. <laughs> Just pour it out. Uh, I mean, now that I can refill it. Yeah, yeah okay. I pour um, it out. Anything, right. in, anything in the boot? No. All right, I refill it. Okay, you go over to the tap and shower and you turn the tap and yeah, you, yeah I refill cool. the boot. All right. We can, we can, we can, we can, uh, yeah, kill the fire with the uh, water in the boot. That's true. Not can sure. we put the fire out we can with make the some water? Smoke from signals, the boot? maybe. I suppose you can put the fire <laughs> let out. Let us in. Let us in. <laughs> yeah, one bootful is happens to be just enough to extinguish a fire. So now you're left with a smoking pile of wet sticks and rocks. Hmm. And now that you're looking closely at those rocks, some of them are not. Quite rock coloured. Oh, some of them are colourful. Some Perhaps of them are with a, a screw coming out. Bit more coloured. Oh. And yeah, once they're cool enough to touch, you pick them up, and as you probably guessed, they're made of thick, rough plastic, and they have long metal stick nail screws poking out of them. Awesome. Uh, neat. All right. Well, time to climb the roof, no? Mm. Let's do it. So the handholds that you've rescued from the fire are a bit misshapen, but they still have their nails in them, so in theory they can slot into the holes in the wall a little bit loosely, but yeah. whatever. You climb the wall without too much difficulty up to the halfway point, and then when the gaps start getting too big for you, you start looking for good spots to add the handholds. Still a challenge, but after a long while you find the perfect spots, and you can haul yourselves all the way up and onto the cabin roof. You stand and take a look around. There aren't any suspicious objects lying around, but something does catch your attention. Mm. Footprints. <gasps> Heaps of them. <gasps> All coming from roughly where you're standing, which makes, yeah. which makes sense since it's the only way up. They're going in all directions, and they're strange footprints. Most shoes leave prints that vary in size and shape, but all of these prints simply have fat horizontal lines. And at a glance, none of them leads anywhere extraordinary. Maybe they belong to Samantha, but maybe they belong to maintenance workers or previous campers who climbed up here for fun. Hmm. There are at least ten sets of prints, so following them all to figure out your next step in the prank-stopping quest is probably not going to be very reasonable. Okay. Okay. Well, what are we, mm. A lot of footprints um, are of the same kind. Yes. All very mm. similar. And, and maybe it's, it's just some kind of prescriptive camp shoe huh. maybe some shoe that's just horizontal grip part of bars. the uniform okay um mm. and there's too many footprints to follow we just know there's lots of footprints there are lots of footprints and just from looking none of them leads to any amazing object or no anything. there's nothing else on the roof of notes no just footprints yeah hmm. 
Do they all have the horizontal bars? They all have horizontal bars. Are they different sizes of footprint? Possibly. Uh, do, they, do they match? The boots. The boots from downstairs, do they have that type of footprint? They're really muddy, these boots that yeah. are down there, but you can see that they just have five thick horizontal lines. Do all of the, the shoe print. prints have the same number of horizontal lines? No. Hmm. Ooh. Is there a set of prints with five lines? Well, they're all pretty close together, almost like the person was walking heel to toe. The set of footprints that leads towards the tree is the only one with a multiple of five. Ah, oh, nice. Can, can, can we reach the tree from the roof? Ooh, can we reach the tree from the roof? Could I jump and attack that Ooh. squirrel? I'm too scared to jump. Yeah, that's right. dangerous. Don't do it, Belle. Don't do it. You oh, might hurt yourself. I'll break my little legs. I, I push Alex. <laughs> oh, me? Yep. All right. <laughs> jump it. Okay. You, you saw like a good. squirrel. <laughs> and you hop from the roof to the sturdiest part of the branch. And you start crawling across it, looking in all directions for anything of interest. There's nothing actually on this branch. Hmm. Ooh, but on the other side of the trunk, there's the tire swing. And as you glance at the knot of rope that's holding it in place, you see a glint of silver. There's something wedged under the knot. Oh, I, I, I try to crawl along the tree branch it's, to check that it's out. It's super difficult, but luckily there are a couple of small branches that can help you on your way across the hugely thick tree trunk. You get to the knot and you find that it's a pair of scissors. Huh, so they tried to cut our, our swing. How dare but they? But the rope was too thick for them. Ugh. You suck, Samantha. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Right. the is a loser. Uh, <sighs> but we do have a scissor now. That's good for something, mm. I hope. Uh, Just throw them here. No, wait. I need, <laughs> to, I need to it me. to protect myself from the squirrel. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so I, because I also want to have a peek in the squirrel hole just out of my... I don't know. Was it still too high? The when squirrel I'm, hole is really high. Oh, it's really high. Okay. Yeah. Mm. We still can't get it? Mm-hmm. Ugh, rude. Well, I don't know. That's probably then not really worth risking climbing up the tree, risking my life just to catch a squirrel that <laughs> I already see. a pair of scissors see. in your yeah. mouth. <laughs> like <laughs> and, an old and pirate. And of course, there may not even be a squirrel in there. That's yeah, true. we have seen a squirrel before already, so it's probably just running around to the woods in panic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, Bill, should I throw my scissors to you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, throw them over here. Here, catch! Ah, 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 ah. I okay. pull them out of my hand mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I wipe jump back. the blood off them. Uh, what, do we, what do we do with scissors? I know, oh. don't run. Let's, okay, I sprint, I run, I run across the rooftop. Okay. I climb down and I start cutting the tassels off that mat. Ah, the beautiful tassels. You, by now, you're just full of adrenaline and aggression yeah. and anger at Samantha, so you have no problem hacking apart these tassels. The first and second ones reveal nothing, but when you cut into the third, there's a small hole that gets revealed between the tassel and the mat. Ooh. And you mm-hmm. dig in with the scissors, and you do prize out a small key. Nice. There we go. I eat a celebratory marshmallow. Oh, not a celebratory <laughs> key. <laughs> Uh, so that key is for the door or for the mailbox? I hope for the door. Oh, let's try the door. It oh. opens. Oh, cool. Nice. 
Remember, I warned you, you may not have been able to open the mailbox. That's true. And you know what's inside it, so. That's true. You've opened the door. And after checking above yes, it. Yes, I make sure that there's no paint cans. <laughs> yeah, fall on my no head. buckets of water or other hilarious substances. You head into your cabin. There are bunk beds against the left and right walls. Apparently five of them, even though originally there were only going to be four. I shotgun the single bed. <laughs> I call it. It's mine. Go for it. There are also bags against the wall directly in front of you. Camper's luggage must have been delivered ahead of time, like the sleeping bags outside. Okay. Also in one of the corners is a desk, and pinned to another wall is a list of camp rules. You don't see anything sinister yet. <laughs> Being a good boy scout, I was first checking out the rules, of course. Well, unfortunately, the list of rules looks like it used to be much longer, but someone has cut most of it away. Samantha. Only the first three rules remain. And what are they? Leave nothing behind at the end of summer, or you may not get it back. Hmm. Seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. All of you are friends here. Be kind, shake hands, say hi. And the last rule that you can see here is, sleep is important. Agree with your cabin mates on times. 10 p.m. lights out, 10.30, no talking, etc. And that's it? That's all we see? Yes. Hmm. So what's that in the second one? It's like shake hands and smile or something? Be kind, shake hands, say hi. Okay. Uh, okay. I turn to Alex <laughs> and I shake hands, I smile, and I say hi. That's the Camp Cedar spirit. Good. I put a merit badge on my <laughs> shirt. Thank you, Paul. I stick a gold star to my lapel. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, like, less rules, that's good for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't mind that. Doesn't say anything about partying, <laughs> yeah. nothing about drinking. Nothing else seems to be allowed now, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess then we can, uh, it's totally okay then to go to other people's bags. <laughs> yeah, let's well. go to some bags. So, let's do that. Right away, you notice something odd when you look at these bags. Oh. There are six of them. <gasps> Ooh. Two of them you recognize as your own. Yep. But okay. the rest, you can't really say. All of the bags are similar brands, each with a three-digit combination lock holding it closed. Okay. Hmm. So one of these bags is not like the others. One of these bags just doesn't belong. So that'll be someone's bag. Maybe it's something that someone left behind, From breaking that. rule one. <laughs> or maybe it's Samantha's. Maybe it's Samantha's bag, and when we open it, like it'll be full of snakes. They'll fly out at us. Yeah, and booby trap bag. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> And they're all this, they're all similar brands? Yeah, pretty similar. It's this is the style of the time yeah. now. Okay. Everyone gets do we, do we we those things. Samsonite. Two of those are ours, so we we know what's in those. Oh yeah. Yeah, you open can it? open your own. And it doesn't seem that they've been tampered with in any way. Oh. They're just there because they're supposed to be. I put on a cool hat that I brought from home. You weren't wearing your hat already? No, no. I was just wearing my boring hat. I mean, that's rule four of camp. <laughs> Not a rule anymore. Oh, no. Now <laughs> take all my hats off. <laughs> um, okay, so then we have three more bags. Um, and they're all locked with uh, a lock. Yes. Okay. So there's four, there are four more bags. bags. So four, there's, oh, there's yeah. three that should be here bags, and then yeah. one extra one to make hmm. six. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I hit him with a shovel. <laughs> Do you hear any snakes screaming? Okay, let's... Yeah, any, any... <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't wake a squirrel, it's not going to wake the snakes. Um, can we check out the desk in the corner? I think we should. Absolutely. There's nothing on it, not even a pen scratch or a piece of old gum. 
It does have a single drawer underneath, but no amount of pulling seems to open it. What about shoveling? shoveling. <laughs> <laughs> um, and does it have a chair at the desk? Yes. Which again, I assume so. Nondescript. Yeah. Sure. I, I there would only be a chair there because it wouldn't make sense for there not to be a chair there. Okay. So there's no the so the the desk drawer doesn't open, but uh, is it? Do we see a lock? You do not see a lock. Seems like it should open. It's just sort it's of just a bad desk. Jammed. Mm. Mm. Just jammed. Um, okay. Maybe it's a prank. It's probably full of snakes. <laughs> um, just wiggling the whole desk and trying to. Uh... Yep. Yes. You also notice that the desk is hissing and shaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I see. Okay. What about the what about the beds? There are so two and a half sets of bunks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, they have those typical cheap sheets and pillows you usually see at camps. White with a hint of grey and stiff as cardboard. They all look the same. Nobody's been here to claim a bed for themselves yet. I claim a uh, bed. You wanted to claim, claim I claim the individual one, right? one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I don't get in because it could be full of snakes. I I lift I pull back the covers. Anything hidden underneath? Mousetrap? No, there's nothing underneath the sheets. You're oh. you're safe. Hmm. Okay. Okay. You can sit on the bed or throw your bag on it. I that's throw usually, my bag on the that's bed. That's the usual way of claiming it. <laughs> sure, that's yeah. So uh, I peek under the beds. Ooh yeah. You get on your knees and you peer under the beds, and beneath one of them you spot something. <gasps> there's a small padlock in the middle of the floor. Oh. You hmm. crawl closer and you find there's some kind of hatch here, locked shut with this padlock. It's a hidden Ooh. floor compartment. Nice. I like Does it need a key? This would need a key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't have a key. Well, not a new key. Yeah. I'm assuming the door key doesn't work. Correct. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm so lost. Neat. So that's so that's um, all there in the room. There's like the beds, the bags, the desk, the camp rules, and the secret hatch yeah. and the floor. Yeah, it seems to be. Do any of the other? If I pull back the covers on the other beds, are they all fine? The sheets don't have anything interesting about them. What if I look under the mattresses? Or in the pillowcases? That's what I was going for. (laughs) (laughs) As you touch one of the pillowcases, it It makes a strange... Starts hissing at me. (laughs) It comes to life. Well, it makes a strange crunchy sound, like crushing paper. What animal is that? Uh, Oh, what? Rattlesnake? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a rattlesnake. It's snake skin. I've already had a snake room. Um, I'm keeping it fresh with squirrels this season. You reach inside and you pull out a crinkled poster, or most hmm. of a poster. Oh, it's oh, no. the rest of the rules. Oh, damn it. It's the rest of the rules. I put my hat back on. <laughs> there are eight more rules. Eight, eight more. Rules. That's a lot of rules. Yeah, right. Yeah. Ugh. What are the rules? Are you going to list eight rules to us? Yep. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Sorry. Yep. Now, I think you'll find them hard but fair. Okay, sure. <laughs> the cafeteria closes at eight o'clock. Lavatories are communal, so if you dirty one, clean it. Okay. Everyone must be at their assigned activities on time, so wear a watch. Sure. The lake is off limits without a guide. Talent show on the final night is not optional, and that is super underlined and exclamation mark. <laughs> oh no, I have to think of a talent. <laughs> Eat only in the cafeteria, not in here. Yep. Rain means no outdoor camping. Sure. And safety first always. You're so mean to me, Danny. <laughs> Why is that? Because the first letter of all of these clue of all of these rules together says 
last letters. And you have not and been writing out And I didn't write rules. down what the last letters were. Well, I'm sorry. You have to pay attention to <laughs> camp rules. Don't you trick and me. And it's your own fault if you don't. <laughs> Regular across decks are so last season. <laughs> huh, okay, yeah, I also didn't write them down, damn it. Um, what are the last letters of each line? Can you just read, tell us the last letters? <laughs> no, no, I'll read those rules again. Oh, okay, for you. Re- no, don't, that's bad audio. Tell us, just tell us what they that's are. It's your job to fix bad audio. <laughs> Leave nothing behind at the end of summer or you may not get it back. Okay, so, okay. All of your friends here, be kind, shake hands, say hi. Hi. Mm hmm. Sleep is important. Agree with your cabin mates on times. 10 p.m. lights out. 10.30, no talking. ETC. C. I have to kick what? something. Cafeteria closes at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. So yep. kick. All right. Lavatories are communal, so if you dirty one, clean it. T. Everyone must be at their assigned activities on time, so wear a watch. H. The lake is off limits without a guide. E. Kick the. Talent show on the final night is. Mandatory? Not, not optional. optional. Kick mm. the L. Eat only in the cafeteria, not in here. E. Rain means no. Fun. I didn't pay any attention. No camping outside. Honestly, you're, you're the worst campers. <laughs> you have to no camp inside. No outdoor camping. Yes. Thank okay, you. So no you're outdoor camping. Kick the leg. Okay, kick Safety your. First I kick always. Bill's leg. <laughs> I thought you might. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. <laughs> uh, kick the legs. Safety, safety first always was the final clue, right? Correct. Um, I go to the desk and I kick its legs. Kicking one table leg doesn't work, but... No, I kick all the legs. You kick all of them, you have a grand old time, and the drawer pops open. <laughs> nice. Inside, you find a small radio. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, let's, let's switch on the radio, no? You can switch it on. It is currently not set to any interesting frequency. Hmm. I set it to 136.2 FM. <laughs> you can do The Marshmallow so. Channel. You set it to the Marshmallow Channel. <laughs> you know enough about radio frequencies to know that this is not a normal one. And when you rotate the dial on the radio to the correct numbers, you don't hear a regular station. An announcer comes through and they sound young, amateur. They don't have a great radio voice. So and like us. You understand why as you keep listening. They declare loudly that they're broadcasting from Camp Cyprus. Boo. Ah. I boo at the radio. Boo. <laughs> You can't tell if it's live or not, but it sounds like a real party's going on in the background. Hmm. The announcer starts interviewing members of the crowd and your blood boils as one of the guests that comes on is Samantha <sighs> Cola. I boo even louder. Mm. Boo! Samantha Cola! What a loser! She has a cheerful conversation, gushes about how much fun she's having, and then her voice is drowned out by a strange humming. It's a vaguely familiar sound. Three short hums, then two long, then three short. It happens over and over again, and you struggle to think where you've heard it before. And then Samantha's voice comes through again, and she says, Oops, I think my phone is interfering with the mic, sorry. But she doesn't turn it off, it keeps going. And even when she leaves and it gets quieter, behind all the announcer's words, you can still hear that short, 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 long, long, short, short, short. You know know that sort of phone, typical buzzing thing that does? Yeah, like a phone. Yeah. And I used to always think that that was the Morse code for SOS, which but is it's why not I, quite it's so close. Okay, okay. Does that make anything in Morse code? Do we have a Morse code thing? No. Is it? S- I mean, it probably does, but P P S S P S. Um. Hmm. So her phone was going. How's this helping us? Off. I don't have a phone with me, do I? 
Do we no. have phones? Hmm. Camp Cedar doesn't allow phones. And I wouldn't know a number anyway. No. 1-800-I'm-a-butt. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are we doing here? We've got a radio, and we know that yeah. Camp Cedar is having a fun time. No, Camp, Camp Cypress. Cypress is having a fun time. Samantha is having a better time than us, but her phone's ringing. Or at least it's making some distortion. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't tell me anything. No. What, oh, what are we supposed to get from this? I kick the legs again <laughs> out of frustration this time. The the buzzing of the phone is like, is like... But it's not her alarm, is it? Was it her alarm? No, it was probably just her getting a call. I mean, sure, we could, we could try 323 on... Yeah, maybe 323. Can we try that on the luggage? That's Yeah, it's a good point. Do any of the luggages pop open? You have a go at a couple of them, and the second one that you try does open with 323. <sighs> nice, mm. good work, Alex. Yeah, she Thank just you. picked some numbers that were in her head she had the rhythm her phone was probably buzzing as she was setting up her luggage so Hmm, hmm. you open it up and full of snakes full of snakes full of snakes no it actually looks pretty normal there's clothes toiletries big bag of macadamia nuts (gasps) maybe it's not part of the prank and samantha just accidentally left it in here in a hurry to get away or maybe she's trying to get you in trouble with these nuts since the rules say don't eat in your cabin Oh, what a this... loser. That's a bad prank, Samantha. <laughs> I bet this squirrel would love those nuts. He mm. can have them when I'm done. <laughs> I eat some macadamia nuts. How are they? Uh, they're not too bad. Good. Alex, you want some? Uh, sure, sure. Gotcha. Okay, now the squirrel can eat. <laughs> All right, so you take those macadamia nuts outside mm-hmm. and... I'm pretty sure I looked up that macadamia nuts were cool for squirrels. <laughs> Good. So you scatter a couple around where you last saw the squirrel. Yep. And it takes a bit of time. But eventually this neurotic little creature scurries over and it grabs one of the nuts. And it gives it a sniff, gives it a cute little squirrel chew, sticks the whole thing in its mouth so its cheeks get huge, <laughs> and then takes it out again and runs with it all the way up the tree into its little squirrel hole. But it must have been a little bit crowded in there because it actually has to kick a few things out. Yeah, of course, make some space. Yeah, there's a bit of dirt that falls out and a bit of rubbish. You actually see a packet come flying out of it and (gasps) heads towards the ground. And you grab it and it's an empty marshmallow packet. Very, very expired. Oh, I'm glad (laughs) I didn't eat those marshmallows. (laughs) And then as you're looking at that and feeling that relief, something else falls at your feet. A human head. A key. Oh, nice. There you go. Uh, what do, we, do we need a key for something? Yeah, the floor hatch. Floor hatch. Hmm. All right, you go back inside. Probably have to shift the beds aside a little bit to make this happen. <laughs> sure. But you get to that floor <laughs> hatch and you unlock it. You lift the hatch and you peer inside. And you see running through the floor some kind of cheap drain pipe. You know, it's just a school. This is just a school age camp. They haven't gone to any special expenses here. Hmm. At one end, it's thick and has a section that can be screwed open. And at the other end, it tapers out and goes into the wall. You unscrew the openable section and you expect dampness or at the very least, a lot of rust. But inside, instead, the the pipe is stuffed wall to wall with marshmallows. Oh, what? (laughs) Trying to clog up. Disgusting, Samantha. Incredible. Come on, Samantha. You look at where the pipe enters the wall and you try your best to see where it goes and predictably it goes to the wall opposite the rock climbing one where you had that tap and shower. 
you suspect from the looks of it that this is the one that goes to the shower. And suddenly, you realise you've heard of this prank before. You put some sort of candy inside a shower's water supply, as close to the head as you can get it. And when the victims turn on the hot water, the candy melts and they get covered oh, in sticky marshmallow goo. shower. And it clogs up the shower so they have no way of getting clean again. This is it. This was the prank. This is probably the bigger of the pranks. That's the pretty... biggest of the, all of the little oh, pranks that they've done. That's a pretty cool it's prank. Marshmallow Samantha. That's so, a good prank. Right, take take my that, off Camp Cypress. <laughs> You've discovered their little plan. No, the rules are back. Put your hat back on. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you plan to do about it? Are you going to take the high road? Or a slightly less high road. Ooh. I mean, what kind of unhigh road could we yeah, take? What's well, you, you you have a pet squirrel now and a shovel. I, there are plenty of revenge plans that can work with that. No, what, what I'm going to do... <laughs> You've also got all her luggage. Throw her clothes in the lake. Yeah, why do we... Yeah. Yeah, why did she leave Get her luggage here? here? She's nuts. <laughs> she was probably in a rush. <laughs> hmm. What do you want to do, Alex? Obviously, obviously we de-trap the trap, right? We yeah, scoop all those for sure. marshmallows out. And then just get the shower going for a while to hopefully yeah, clear or, all Yeah, maybe we'll just goo. turn the shower on for long enough to melt them. Well, take as much as you can out because otherwise it might It'll... just get all sticky sure. and clog up. Okay, so we've de-trapped the mm-hmm. trap. We've won the room. But what do you want to do, Alex? How do we got get... her scissors. What do we You've do now? You've got her luggage. Ooh. You've got her boots. We could... Uh... Let's set Camp Cypress on fire. <laughs> there will be something. While they're yeah. all out partying. Yeah. That's definitely not all the right, high road, done. but uh, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've done it. That's it. I feel like we've had this ending before. I think we've set a few things on fire. <laughs> um, wonderful. Uh. Congratulations, Alex. We did it. Well, we did it. Yeah. Now we have Samantha's back. So that's, uh, that's something. Now we can demand whatever we want from her. Yeah. <laughs> just friendship. Let's give her pack her stuff. Be very polite. Take the high road. Oh, yeah? You just want to do that? friends. Friends forever. Yeah, maybe with a squirrel inside. We say, good pranking, Samantha. Yeah, good try. Yeah, and then we, then we put a squirrel in her back. <laughs> good. Nice, nice try, Samantha. But uh, yeah, it's okay. Samantha. It's okay. Keep trying. Um, wonderful. That was really fun. Thank you, Danny. Yeah, ah, thank you so much. It's, it's nice to not have a murdery sort of room for one. Yeah, right. no one got kidnapped. Thank you so much for that, uh, for Alex coming on and playing through. You definitely, you definitely helped me out. I really liked this idea with the marshmallow prank. That's a pretty good one. Uh, how did you like? Did, that, like, did you? We do take no that responsibility or, yeah, for and, anybody who marshmallow look, pranks anyone. Else. I don't know if it works with marshmallows, but there's actually another podcast that I'm a very big fan of. That in one of their older episodes, this is the trivia podcast. Good job, brain. And one of their hosts mentioned a similar prank where putting, I think it was M&M's, inside a shower head. Oh, nice. Ah. So I took some creative license with that. <laughs> That's a good idea. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, for people who wanted to find what you do, uh, that's logiclocks.com yeah. is the best place to go for that. That's definitely the best. Uh, and um, yeah, if you want to meet me, uh, come to Amsterdam, uh, play one of our games or come to Up the Game. Yeah, definitely. Look, we, we will always recommend people go to Up the Game. Definitely. Uh, we're very much looking forward to the next one. Uh, it was a huge amount of fun. Uh, you did very well putting that all together. Thank you. We'll definitely try and make it out for the next one. But yes, look, if you're in, the, if you're in Amsterdam, go, go to a Logic Locks game. And if you're not, order something online. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very good. Yeah, contact us for the, for the Time Crimes game. That's actually, uh, that's actually available. Yeah. Wonderful. Danny, that brings us to the end. Would you like to give us a hint? Little, a little sneak peek of what the next episode's going to be. 
This is actually the one that I've definitely been looking forward to. It was an insanely hard room to write because of the sheer amount of animal activity. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. This, I, I have mentioned this one on our Facebook page before. You made it through the bad times. You made it through the good. You always knew you 